Hi. Howdy. What's up? Hey, girl. Oh, hey. Hey. How you doing? Doing okay. How you doing? I do good. How are you? You do good? Me too. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Super stoked that I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Oh, that's nice for fucking you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really fucking happy about that. (laughs) Sorry. So, so happy for you. Thank you. It's great for you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to be on the phones at 8 a.m. tomorrow for Ew. my job. Yuck. Sorry. That I currently hate. I also hate my job. Why? We're not getting into that right now. Why do you hate your job, Jocelyn? <laughs> Jocelyn. I just... Customers? Yeah. Boss? Boss? Maybe the boss. Mostly the boss. Mm Mm-hmm. But as a refresher, we used to work together, so I know exactly where she works. (laughs) I used to work for her in a way. She was kind of of my boss. Kind of. Only slightly. Not really, though. I mean, when I first started, she wasn't my boss. No. But it's not like we're kind of fake promotion. Yeah. Well, you deserved it. Thank you. I mean, you deserve to just not be working for him anymore. Oh, yeah. Totally. But anyway, while you're still employed, let's not talk too much shit. Yeah. Just in case it makes its rounds. But anyway, in other news, I can talk as much shit as I want. And fuck you, Sean. (laughs) Anyway. Jocelyn is in no way affiliated with my opinions. (laughs) I'm just next to them. She's just next to them. Next to opinions. I hope that's going to translate when... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it won't this is a mono track not a stereo track jocelyn put her face on the side of the mic and then said next to and then opinions in front of the mic yep to try and get a little little baby sound going on i don't know if it's gonna work because i don't not. edit anything um if this was stereo it might but because of the way that this is set up i can't record it in stereo because, oh, it's going because video killed board. the radio star Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> That's not why, but it's it's fine. <laughs> I was trying to say that with a straight face. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome to episode seven. Episode seven. Damn. We're making some headway. Happy New Year um, to all those of you on the other side of New Year's. We are currently not um in a happy new year yet it's yeah. still 2020 for us but only one more day yes. one more night one more sleep mm. yeah that was no keep going <laughs> that's all i had one more sleep that's it then then we're done 2020 yeah. wrap her up baby wrap that shit up we're done coronavirus take your fucking snivelly virusy ass and get yeeted Leave. out of town now, on all reality, coronavirus is not going anywhere, by the way. It's not. So, 2021, stay in your houses. Put a mask keep, on. Keep wrapping your shit up. Also, wear condoms, because that's just good. Wrap that shit up. I saw this article mm-hmm. about super gonorrhea. Oh, great. Because corona. Because everybody's like, oh, I gotta take antibiotics. I can't get sick. So, now we've got antibiotic-resistant gonorrhea. I don't like that. On the rise. Across the board. I don't like that at I all. I don't like it either. No. 
Like, I'm trying to go to Pound Town next year. Let's fucking go. Jocelyn, you deserve to live your freak life. <laughs> also, Nicole Byer wants to fuck next year. Who is that? She's an actress. I don't know that person. Oh, Nicole, yeah. though, I support you 100%, girl. Get your dick. Get your dick, girl. Wrap them up. Make appointments. Line them up. And then as soon as you get that vaccine, just just keep going. Yeah. Down the line. Hit up all your boot things. One dick after another. Condoms, <laughs> though. Condoms. Where is it at? There's a whole thread on Twitter. Oh, great. <laughs> another platform. <laughs> I don't have Twitter. I can't. I. I. The only. Tw- the only tweet I ever sent out. I think I already made. Maybe mentioned this oh, yeah, last you time. Did. Was oh, you, I did. You did. You can mention it again though. I told Donald Trump to go fuck himself. <laughs> oh no! I, I. I told him he's fired. You fired. I was like, I barely understand how Twitter works. You fired. Okay. I felt good. So here's this whole thing. It's hello. I wear a mask so Nicole Byer can fuck in 2021. Oh, everybody's like. <laughs> retweeting that going like nicole byer we're doing this for you yeah so she can have her hoe face yeah i hope that she gets to live that dream her tweet uh this is six days ago as of this recording it says see now this is so fucking rude a mask won't kill you oh sorry it says one a mask won't kill you two please wear a mask so this bitch can get fucked (laughs) three masks do work it's not even science it's truly logic four don't be an illogical motherfucker preventing me from fucking in 2021. Mara, wear a mask so I can come with a king. <laughs> Nicole Byer, I just have one thing to say to you, and that is, yes. Get that dick, girl. You go. You go out there, little baby. We love her. You get your dick. At Nicole Byer. Hashtag all that stuff. <laughs> Hashtag we love you, Nicole. Hashtag fuck Corona. She gonna fuck in 2021. She gonna fuck me. Corona be yeeted up out of here. I like it though. I've been seeing a lot of people getting their Pfizer. Yeah. Oh, there she is. Yeah, yeah, there she is. She's so beautiful. She's really cute. I love I her love hair. Her. Yes, her hair is so good. Oh, so she got it down there. Oh, nice. And she's wearing it straight. Yeah. Okay. But I love Nicole. She's so fucking funny, dude. Oh, she unnailed it. Oh, is that, she's she's the one who hosts Nailed It, isn't she? Or no? I guess so. I've never watched Nailed It. Is she it? in the middle there? Is she the one who hosts it? I don't know. I I know they're... Uh, I don't remember who she was, though. Oh, yes. She is. She's the host. She's the host. Oh, she's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. See, I knew you knew who she was. You just didn't know her name. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't recognize her by name because I've only seen her on Nailed It, and, that, and I didn't watch all of Nailed It because See. I was so frustrated with people not nailing it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, honestly. I just want to see like the Great British Baking Show where people are so successful at baking, oh, and yeah. then uh, you know, like Paul Hollywood just comes in with his fucking eyes, and he's just like handshake. That's what I want. Right. I want that just yummy instant gratification of people being very good at things Mm -hmm. because i am not very good at things like instant wise so i I need people to be so much better and just come in and fucking nail it just nail it i don't want to see a show where people decidedly do not nail it because i don't like it it gives me anxiety i want them to nail it yeah i am always like cringe over like you know like those pinterest fails yeah oh yeah 
oh, it hurts me so much. And I, th- I look at it and I'm like, <laughs> you could have done better. You know, you I, had all I, the ingredients. Well, my thing is like, why are you posting this? Yeah. Like, don't just keep your shame. Mm-hmm. Don't show it to the rest of us. It is funny sometimes, but usually it's just cringe. Yeah. No, I feel that. So, um, did you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Hmm. <laughs> I can go first. Oh. I think mine's plenty short enough, actually. Cool. Yeah, who am I fucking kidding? It's never short. <laughs> <laughs> I am doing da 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 Botticelli. 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 Um, and if you guys don't know him, you're gonna know him, so anyways listen the f up if you don't know him. listen to me butcher a bunch of italian names <laughs> because that's what we're all here for um all right so getting right into it his name officially is alessandro di mariano divani filippini wow or aka sandro botticelli ah yes sandro sandro botticelli, sandro botticelli. So, born somewhere between 1444 and 1446 in Florence, Italy, Botticelli is the youngest son of Tanner Marino di Vanni di Amadeo Filippi. Jesus Christ, these people with their names. They were really, really bored in the 15th century. (laughs) Like, we're going to take this name, this name, this name, and that name. They didn't have a lot going on. They just were like, what do we do? Well, let's make our names longer. No Twitter, no Tumblr, no Reddit, no Facebook. And they kept, you know, the funny thing is that I found is they all named each other after each other. Oh, yeah. So it's very, you know, repetitive. Yeah. Like how white people in America always name each other John. It's really weird. Don't get it. I I have a very, very weird name and I don't understand uh, running into somebody with your same name. Yeah. No, I don't either. Like I've never, well, actually that's not true. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) Because my dad literally hired Anissa, like somebody's name was n-i-s-a mm-hmm. he hired that girl i worked for my dad at dunkin donuts and i, I it was the most confusing oh, yeah. thing somebody was talking shit about the other nisa one time oh and you thought outside. it was you they're doing oh, a cigarette shit. break and i was like i have my ear to the door and i'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me i was like ready to roll my <laughs> sleeves up and i was like let's about to pop go. off and then i walked out and they were like yeah did you work with nisa the other night and i was like me nisa did i was my name and then i it hit me and i was like this is what other people deal with oh yeah you know that's the only time in my life only time in my life it's ever happened yeah but anyway they probably sandra probably had to deal with that a lot (laughs) (laughs) but in his childhood um he earned the nickname botticelli because it uh stands for botticello which is little wine cast or little barrel so he was a little portly. Uh, I, I think so. I don't know what that... Maybe he was a triple boy. A triple boy. Uh, if you guys hear anything weird in the background, it's fireworks. People are setting off fireworks already. Happy New Year. Fuck you. <laughs> um, he was known for being a restless kid who was easily distracted and not very good in school. However, he was soon able to show that he had skills with his hands. So he first trained with Fra Filippo Lippi. Which, you know what, is really, really similar to his dad's last name, but it's not. Um, and he was a prominent painter of the time, and his works and his style seem to have had a profound effect on Botticelli. Their styles look very, very similar if you look at them, like, side by side. Hmm. Yeah, he was definitely ripping off his maestro. <laughs> yes, maestro. But luckily, Frau Filippino... Fil- 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 Filippo? 
Filippo. Um, he didn't live very long, so rest in peace. Yeah, the year after uh, Botticelli left his studio, the guy kicked the bucket. He did. So you know, it, whether he was ripping him off or not, he was really honoring him at that point. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Uh, what did they say? Imitation is the most sincere form of flattery, or some shit. Yeah, and he didn't know any different. He did. Yeah, he did. He did. After working with Lippi, he moved on to work with the painter and engraver Antonio del Palololo um, sometime around 1467. His name is not really Palololo. It's just <laughs> got so many syllables that I can't pronounce it. <laughs> he worked on painting frescoes for churches and cathedrals. Um, he is also speculated to have worked with Andrea del Verrocchio, um, which is a very famous sculptor and painter, and that has led people to believe that the reason why his figures are so sculptural is because he worked with Verrocchio. Mm, um, interesting. Yeah, probably. Yeah, who knows? Nobody knows a lot of shit about this guy. No one knows. Because he was, like, largely not popular after his death, so... Get fucked, Botticelli. Sorry about your luck. I mean, he was popular <laughs> in his time. So in 1470, Botticelli had moved on to open his own studio at his family's home on Via Nueva, and he had several apprentices working for him. Uh, so what they did at the studio is they just basically made master copies of his Madonnas. So that was his very popular item yeah. for Florence. Mm-hmm. Is th- Everybody just wanted paintings of the Mother Mary. Um, so he just was like, all right. And had his apprentices bust you out a get bunch a of Madonna, them. You get a Madonna. You get a Madonna. Everybody gets a Madonna. As long as they're paying me, <laughs> I'll keep making them. So two years after setting up his studio, Botticelli was invited to join the Compagnia di San Luca, later known as the Academy of St. Luke. And fun fact, it is still around. Mm. Now the Academy of St. Luke. Um, oh, yeah, well, that's what it is. That's, so, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's guild. It's still that name. It's still the same thing that it was. So... You could go right now and study uh, at the now upgraded and new age version of the guild that Botticelli was part of. So back in the day, it was just a place for like cool artists who were like, you know, all together and like promote each other. That's kind of sick, honestly. Yeah, they're like, hey, how do we survive? Well, we can't fight with each other. How about we just like make a gang? (laughs) (laughs) Like the picture you showed me earlier. Gang, gang, yeah, yeah, glitter gang, yeah. That's no, that's literally you. <laughs> I sent her a meme basically saying that like if I was in a mafia, what would it be? I don't know how to do anything. Oh, I have a glue gun. Um, <laughs> blows glitter and eyes. <laughs> Never disrespect the family. <laughs> I have me cracking up. It's much funnier when you actually read these it things, is. though. I feel like it's not fun to explain a meme, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we did on uh christmas eve with my parents <laughs> you played what what's your meme we played what do you meme oh and how was uh, that it was actually very funny i kept giving aaron's girlfriend all these like sexual captions <laughs> for hers <laughs> because i am that bitch <laughs> and uh, so she, of course she's getting like really embarrassed having to read these in front of my parents and her boyfriend's parents <laughs> But it was great, even though we had to ex- try to explain different memes to my parents. Okay. Some of them they got, and then other stuff, they're just like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> and they're like, all right, we're moving on. I feel like, what do you meme? I, I wonder what the creators of that 
with you know yeah. game were thinking when they made it because cards against humanity is always relevant right right and as we go through time and you, especially the political ones yeah they're always going to be relevant you know even if like some of the things go out of style right. you can just take those cards out and then you know uh but what do you meme memes are fleeting oh yes it's very much it's already outdated yeah <laughs> but it's funny for us because they're older memes so i know them all right but that's like i uh, i don't I know. know how i feel about that though. my feel... favorite one is the owl that looks like it just orgasmed the owl that just orgasmed. It looks like he just orgasmed because his eyes are like oh. rolled halfway up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like this. <laughs> yeah. Like the meme that's like coffee in the morning. <laughs> like that one. <laughs> so on the nose. It's so stupid. <laughs> I knew that that meme was dead when, when I wandered into, I worked for CVS Call Center um, in Lincoln, Rhode Island, very, very briefly, like yeah. uh, just for a few months. And while I was there, I went into the break room and I saw that meme on the wall. Oh, no. And I was like... It was a printed out meme. It was dead. It was a printed meme (laughs) and it was above the coffee makers. And it was about the coffee maker being broken. (laughs) And I was like, I can't. I can't do this anymore. I can't. Anyway, my favorite card for that one is when the tampon hits your (laughs) G-spot. (laughs) it's funny in that like cringy sort of like damn it we're millennials kind of like a way you know yes like we're gonna be the worst boomers because we have internet pictures to go with our boomer issues (laughs) also none of us are gonna be able to retire oh my god get ready to work until you're you're dead i'm gonna die i mean we all will eventually (laughs) hopefully let's get out of this fucking place I mean, suicide's not cool. See, that's another thing about millennial humor. We all want to die. We just know that it's better than this. <laughs> fucking is. I mean, highest suicide rates I mean, like, I'm not going to kill myself, but I'm going to die. You know. Right. No, we, it's, yeah. that's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I don't find that morbid, but I, d- I was actually on a date. <laughs> Oh, she was on a date. So, I was on a date with this kid, and, and he was, we were having a good time. He was really funny. Um, and I remember I brought it up, and I was like, I was like, well, that won't matter because I'll be dead by then. <laughs> and he was like, do you really feel that way? Like, he was getting into my personal space. Oh, my God. Like, and I, I looked at him, and I goes, I was like, yeah, I'm an atheist. And he was like, that doesn't, that doesn't mean you don't feel like, anything towards death and i was like well i'm certainly not like that in love with the idea but i really don't care about it certainly not going to heaven well i was like i don't it doesn't matter you're dead nothing you don't think anymore you're you're not anything you don't exist anymore and he looked at me dead in my eyes and he goes don't ever say that again so you guys went on another date (laughs) i did hit him up after I didn't let it go. I was like, well, <laughs> he was able to keep up with me in conversation. That's yeah. novel. Let's Honestly, try that's it again. hard to find. It is. It is. And I had been on so many bad ones. That I was just yeah. like, well, at least he was interesting. I feel It that. made me laugh. And I was like, well, that'll make my heart do a doom doom. Yeah. But yeah, this guy, he just was, he was 
he wasn't uh, even religious. He was spiritual, which can <gasps> can be sometimes on the same level as yeah. uh, somebody who's like uber uber religious. So the people that like self describe as spiritual, I'm usually like, mm. well, he didn't specifically say that. He was just like. I believe that there is something out there. I don't know what it is. He's like, but I know this. He's like, you exist and there's purpose in you existing. And I was like, oh, and I like rolled my eyes. Yay. <laughs> I like literally went like, oh, <laughs> I would do that too. And I looked at him. I was like, oh, you're cute. <laughs> I'm realizing now that I suck. <laughs> Join the club. And that this man. That's probably why escaped I you, from me. I send you those Sagittarius memes to roast you. <laughs> why are they always like calling me out for being like such an upfront person? I'm like, there's no harm in that. Just run away if you don't like <laughs> Just it. Run away. Just run away from your problems like everyone else does. I mean, no, I'm saying if there's a loud mouth fucking five foot five woman in front of you. And she's just talking out her ass. What the <laughs> harm in walking away? <laughs> I'm not going to give a shit about you. Oh, like, if you're one of my friends, I might be a little offended. I'll, I'll probably text you later and be like, you up. Be like, can we talk about <laughs> the fact that you walked away? But if you're not one of my friends and I caught you in the crosshairs of my fire of words and my volleys yeah. of syllables, yeah, then just leave. God, she's an orator, folks. <laughs> Orator? How do we pronounce that one? <laughs> I have no idea, actually. <laughs> Got him. I know the... I did oration contests. Uh, oration is the word that I know, so maybe orator is the word, but know. who the fuck even cares? I, anyway, I don't. Uh, Botticelli. Uh, this guy. Gay. Gay? Gay? Was he? I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> um... So he's in the guild, he's hanging with the homies, his gang with of homies. painters and craftsmen. Yeah. And they they elevated their status too. So they were not just craftsmen, they were artists. Artists, baby. And they were artists. <laughs> uh, oh my god, they were artists. Oh my god, they were artists. During this time, he created the Adoration of the Magi, commissioned by Gaspar di Zanobi del Lama. For the chapel Santa Maria Novella. So the painting actually features members of the Medici family. <laughs> so <laughs> Botticelli was actually really tight with these guys. And um, which later kind of uh, screwed him over a little bit. But, right. um, you know, hanging out with gangsters as one does. <laughs> when you're in a gang, you hang with the gangsters. That's actually in my notes. So. Oh my God. Amazing. It's like we're the same person sometimes. Gangsters. <laughs> um. But yeah, the Medici family was like, so he, he, in the painting, Straight it's plugs. like, it's not, it's like the head member, Lorenzo Medici, who was like the ruling guy in Florence at the time. He ruled for a long time, actually. And he's in the painting and then um, his brother, and then they're in front of his uh, dad and his grandfather who are both like passed away. And it's uh, the adoration of the Magi. Amazing. So it's like semi-religious because, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, you have to at that time. Oh yeah, and they were they were like ruling Florence with like religious ide with ideology an, with an iron fist and religion and Jesus iron fisted religion iron fist up your religion what yeah oh <laughs> his workshop during this time period was also the number one shop to get oh I already talked about that the paintings of the Madonna oh yeah or Mother Mary don't 
don't mess with that that comes through the recording <laughs> i'm messing with them i just got scolded <laughs> i touched the microphone so you need something else do you need a fidget spinner uh no okay maybe i do i don't know i don't have i'm gonna one. play with this okay i don't know why i've been th- i've been just like super anxious lately that's fine um as his popularity rose he was eventually invited by pope sixtus the fifth to oversee or sorry the fourth to that oversee that name always confused me because it's like there's a six in your name yeah but you're <laughs> not the sixth <laughs> <laughs> what is these people thinking <laughs> what well isn't uh sext isn't uh, that the isn't that six in italian yeah, instead of uh, six like, like regular six so they probably didn't know any better something like that like i remember laughing one time in in uh in Italian class because you had Italian class? Number six was was a funny word. Oh, six. <laughs> or it, maybe it was Latin class. Um, yeah, I had Latin and Italian because I went to a uber ritzy middle school. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was also a Catholic school. St. Pius the Tenth. Um, anyway, Pope Sixtus, uh, he was asked to oversee the decoration of the Sistine Chapel, actually. Cute. For the project, Botticelli created a series of frescoes which depicted the life of Moses and the temptations of Christ. And he also completed a number of papal portraits. Um, and this was also the only time he worked outside of Florence. So he was he was a homebound man. But I feel that. It's actually kind of funny, though, because some of... So he was, like, invited by the Pope and it was like, big deal. Like, what? Mm. Like, oh, Botticelli, come on over here. And come on over <laughs> So after Michelangelo like painted his great ceiling and all of that, mm-hmm. some of Botticelli's works were destroyed so that they could make room <laughs> for Michelangelo's shit. Get fucked. That's how like like <laughs> crossed out of history this man was for a little while. And everybody ignores Botticelli's stuff. They're like, oh, who the fuck is that? Like, like, bye. And they just go right to the ceiling. And that's so <laughs> even though it was probably one of the most important times of his career, Michelangelo just like yoinked it right from out from under him. <laughs> Anyways. Michelangelo, you you the main bitch. Truly, you, you truly know. the main bitch. So, and also to just illustrate how up the Medici's butt uh, the Botticelli was, there was a large fresco made for the Customs House of Florence, but is now lost. It's said to depict the execution of the leaders of the Paza conspiracy against the Medici family. So he literally painted a painting depicting an execution that never happened of the head of the opposition of the medici family getting <laughs> killed <laughs> you're sleeping with the fishes i mean like that's some mobster <laughs> shit but apparently that was pretty that's like pretty like low-key florence energy because yeah, they did that a lot i guess to tracks. intimidate people yeah they were just like hey this is what would happen to you if you cross me and my yeah. family again right they, they didn't have photoshop right so. i couldn't send him a message <laughs> winky winky <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't send him just a little bit of rope in the mail <laughs> toss a brick through the window yeah they couldn't go and just <laughs> shoot up his house a little bit leave some empty shells in his car couldn't do that what would they leave it in his boots his boots in his boots in his carriage his boots would be inside hopefully they didn't really have boots did they they had like I sacks did. to put on their feet oh. they had uh slippers <laughs> <laughs> what do they wear? I don't know. Didn't they wear lederhosen? Lederhosen? Or no, lederhosen is way yeah. But like they wore uh you know 
They wore leggings. They wore leggings. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> Going over what Shakespeare did. When were boots invented? <laughs> what does it say? The oldest known signage of boots is in a cave painting from Spain, which oh. is believed to date between 12,000 and 15,000 BC. Boot designed from no. 1200 to 550 BCE, made from animal skins and hides by skillful tanners. Just put in what footwear was possible was uh, popular in the 15th century. 15th century footwear. Here we come. Okay. <laughs> Tell me what they wore. <laughs> I need to know. Okay. Hang on. I'm pretty sure it was like some form of pantyhose with like little Panty sacks on their feet. Sacks. <laughs> In my mind, I'm 100% positive. Uh, I'm so wrong. Am I, I wrong? I mean, kind of. This looks like very like Robin Hood-esque shoes. Oh, it's like little leather booties. Yeah. Okay. Italian leather, baby. The best around. <laughs> hey, you know anybody uh, I could get it from? I know Medici. <laughs> I know A. Medici. You know A. Medici. Um, I know B. Uh, Medici. <laughs> New type of shoes were invented. Heels were invented. Oh, shit. And even Goodyear welted shoes were developed. Damn, Goodyear Whoa. was around that long ago? Leather shoes were made using the turn shoe production method. Burger King foot lettuce. Okay. The shoes are then worn with the other side facing outwards. They flip their shoes around like freaks. Oh, okay. So they sewed the shoes, right? Right. And then they flipped them inside out so that they were like... Uh, They're like little booties made out of leather. Leather boots, baby. They're like like boot socks. Boot socks. So not sacks, but socks. (laughs) They wore sacks on their feet. (laughs) They didn't wear sacks. They had like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they had shit on the bottom of them. They had shoes with lacing buttons, slip-on shoes, and straps. I mean, like, the Greeks had sandals. The tapering p- shoe tips and pointy heels. I feel like that's not that far from sandals. Like, you just enclose the sandal. Right. So. I think, okay. So, Botticelli was, like, a wealthier painter. So, I'm pretty sure he had real shoes. From hanging with the Medicis. Yeah, yeah. He knew the Medicis. Yeah. So he's got to be. He's hanging with the big boys. Yeah. Anyway, he wasn't wearing sacks in his feet <laughs> as was previously thought. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. But anyway. so well, That's he's... when jester shoes were around. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting the idea for sacks. <laughs> that's, that's... Pointy that's sacks. That's a sack. Okay. <laughs> I've got a little like <laughs> sewed in spots. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just no sex, I guess. Huh? No sex. No sex. Jocelyn, there were poor people wearing sex. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> there were... <laughs> Don't try to correct me. <laughs> I know I'm right. <laughs> you can have your sex. I'll keep my shoes. What else were they going to wear? No shoes? <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> Poor people! 
god this is this is coming breaking down um all right in the 1480s Botticelli moved on to create his mythological series which is now his most famous works he created the primavera in 1482, which depicts Mercury, the Three Graces, Venus, Flora, Chloris, and Zephyrus in a forest setting. Um, and they're all kind of dancing and kind of like doing their thing. Yes. And then in f- 1485, he created what is arguably his most recognizable and most celebrated painting, which is The Birth of Venus. And it's like super duper duper popular and everybody has probably seen this one. It's the painting where Venus emerges from the ocean on an oyster shell after her birth. The biggest fucking oyster shell. Oh yeah. Like woman sized oyster shell. Like she could surfboard on this all day. Oh yeah. Like you've seen it whether you know you've seen it or not. Yeah. It's been on a in a movie. It's been on a folder. It's been on a notebook. It's probably been on a billboard. Yeah. Somewhere. It's been somewhere in your life. And then, um, so on the left-hand side, the wind god Zephyr is blowing at her. And uh, the spring goddess, uh, like an unnamed, like lesser spring goddess, is like holding a cloak open for her. Like, because she's like completely naked. She's got to get clothes on. So scandalous. She's so naked. She's got long hair, but she's naked. Exactly, but she's got one hand over one boob, and yeah. the other boob is just out. But she one does have a covered. hand uh, covering her vagina. Yeah. So, because uh, you're allowed to show titties in art if it's mythological. I mean, this or is like... the Renaissance. You're allowed to show titty and <laughs> vagina. They didn't discriminate so much. Titty and vagina. Ugh. It's also Italy. A lot of titty and vagina. So many titty. Then, uh, there is some debate over how the p- the paintings came to be commissioned and who asked for them, but since they were first discovered in the p- possession of the Medici family, it is most likely that they were the ones that commissioned it. Makes sense. He also created during this time the lesser known Venus and Mars and Palace and the Centaur. So those were mm-hmm. two other paintings that he created that like people think is kind of like his mythological series. They go together. Um, there's no indication from him that he made them together. Like, people put Primavera and The Birth of Venus as, like, the same series, mm-hmm. and he didn't paint them like that. Right. So, nobody knows. Maybe he just, like, had a little mythological kick. Right. Or somebody like... was like, hey, make this for me, and he goes, yeah. Yeah. And then, by the mid-1480s, many prominent painters in Florence had moved to other cities and the age of the Florentine Renaissance was coming to an end. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci and Botticelli actually had some beef. So they were like, they knew each other, mm-hmm. but they weren't close. Yeah. So in uh, Libro di Pittura, which is a book on paintings, Leonardo da Vinci noted that Botticelli once claimed that he did not like landscape painting because... By throwing a sponge soaked with different colors at a wall, one can make a spot in which a beautiful landscape can be seen. In his book, <laughs> Leonardo responded angrily to this and said, Although that stain may suggest ideas, it will not teach you to complete any art. An above-mentioned painter, Botticelli, paints very bad landscapes. <laughs> so basically, he's like, I'm not good at this, so I don't fucking like it. Yeah, Botticelli was just like, I don't know. No, oh, I will he's never. He's like such a hater. And Leonardo da Vinci's like, um, 
don't listen to Botticelli. You cannot <laughs> throw a sponge at a piece of paper and, and make a landscape. Also, Botticelli fucking sucks at landscapes. <laughs> don't listen to him. He sucks big dicks, man. Yeah. And also, like, Leonardo da Vinci was super OP. So it's like, uh, yeah. it's almost like not even fair. Dude, when they had the Da Vinci exhibit at Mosey here, that was like transcendent for me. Really? Yeah. Loved that shit. Good, good, good times. What's Mosey? What's that? Um, it's the Museum of Science and Industry. It's over in Tampa by the USF campus. Oh, I think I went to this. When yeah. was this? A few years oh, ago? Oh, God. It's, a, it's been quite some time. Okay. They, it may be like a rotating thing. I don't remember. I just know like... Maybe I went when I was in school. You may have because that's when I went. Okay. Like we had a whole ass field trip. Yeah. Okay. It's actually... It's all coming back to me now. <sighs> I'm pretty sure I I went to it when it was open. Wouldn't it be so crazy if we crossed paths? We've probably seen each other, oh but God. not known each other. It's okay. You didn't want to know me back then. I sucked as a person. I've grown a lot of humanity since then. So, <laughs> Welcome it to Nisa 2.0. It would be really funny because we didn't live in the same state when that would have been around, I don't think. Didn't we go to I'm college pretty, at the same time? You're talking yeah. about college, right? No, I'm thinking it was... I mean, it's next to the college that's over there, but I'm pretty sure that it was before that. I have no idea. I don't know. I could look it up. Well, I'm who just knows? talking out my ass, like usual. Big <laughs> big surprise. I remember going to a... It could not... It, maybe it was a different place entirely, but I went to a Leonardo da Vinci exhibit. If I could spell it. Some years ago... It was a good time. I learned a lot. Um, I remember there being a big, huge poster of, not poster, but like a wall, um, like wallpaper yeah. on the. Oh, okay. So I would have gone in 2010. I guess they had it back in 2016. Okay. So that may have been when you went. I was in Rhode Island in 2016. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I ever saw this, maybe. I don't know. My brain is faking me out. Anyway. But uh, I remember, like, going into the room, and I don't, I don't remember anything about the exhibit, because I don't remember anything ever. She just blacked out. Yeah, actually, maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't blacked out, but I remember walking up. I was mad because the co- the little cafe did not have any creamers for the coffee. Oh, those bastards. And they were like oh yeah, like, we don't have any creamer right now. And I was like, well, why didn't you say something why? or have a yeah. sign? Because I would not have ordered coffee if I didn't right. have any creamer for it. And she goes, oh, well, I have soy milk. And I was like, I don't drink that. And also, no. She goes, well, it, well, we won't charge you for the soy milk. And I was like, oh, that's big of you. I was like, well, yeah, because you don't have any creamer. So <laughs> I was like, that's okay. I'll just take my, my cup of hate now and just drink it. <laughs> I'll drink black coffee with sugar. Oh, God, that's how Sebastian, uh, my ex's cousin, drinks his coffee. Awful. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you, dude? Fiery pits of <laughs> hell. That's where they're going to end up. And he doesn't like iced coffee either. I think he's a demon. <laughs> he might be. He's be <laughs> exercised immediately. Yeah. Just <clears throat> bring him in from a priest. I'm not even religious, but damn. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll see. You know, mm-hmm. if anything can be done about that situation, because that <laughs> sounds awful. 
I, I in desperate times yeah. I will drink my fucking coffee with no fucking milk or cream my in it. Fucking coffee. But no. Yeah. No. That's gross. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's get on to some hot tea hot here. Hot tea, baby. So that was his beef with Leonardo da Vinci. We fucking love you, Leonardo. Um, okay. Yes. In 1490, Botticelli leased a small country house with his brother Simone on the edge of Florence. Um, Botticelli never married. There was evidence from an exchange with his patron Tommaso Sodineri where he asks why Botticelli never married and he replies that he had a dream that he was married, woke up with a feeling of a deep sense of grief and then walked around the city to stop himself from falling asleep again and resuming the dream. Wow. <laughs> he had problems, I guess, with marriage, but yeah. And there was a little speculation, not a whole lot, that Botticelli kept a boy, which was alluding Ew. to the fact that he was gay or bisexual, um, but he also had quite a few enemies, um, so it's hard to kind of take those claims seriously. Yeah. Because there might have been people who were spreading some hot tea about him. They were like, yeah, he fucks boys. He's fucking gay. Yeah, and it was like super religious time, but also it was a time when like a lot of fucked up shit could go around around right, you and nobody yeah. would really care. Um, during the 1490s, the political climate in Florence had begun to shift negatively for the Medici family following the death of their leader, Lorenzo. And this coincided with a, mov- a movement of religious fervor and resulted in an event called the Burning of the Vanities, which many Botticelli paintings were lost during that time. Oh, I thought you meant like mirrors for a second. Yeah, they burned a bunch of Botticelli's mirrors. <laughs> I was just like, wait, why would they burn mirrors? Like, fuck. Also, terribly difficult task. Yeah. I don't recommend it. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Don't do it. <laughs> why, would they, why would they do it? Uh, who the fuck knows? Despite this, Botticelli kept on painting throughout the turmoil and created mystic crucifixion and mystic nativity. Mm. Um, it is thought that he was probably a very strong supporter of the guy who actually started the thing that burned his paintings. So what? Yeah. So the the guy who was like the all over like fucked up like religious dude. Mm-hmm. There's always one. Oh yeah. Um, his name was Dominican friar Girolamo Sovereign. Uh, Savonarello. Gotta watch out for them friars. Yeah. And he was the one responsible for that whole burning the vanities. But his brother Simone, um, Botticelli's brother Simone, was a big fan of this guy. So it's likely that Botticelli Mm. also liked this guy. Interesting. Yeah. Kind of fucking weird. I wouldn't personally. Not for me. But that's, (laughs) you know, teach your own. Yeah. Botticelli was getting old at this point, and he was painting less and less in his later years, and he was also becoming more reclusive as his style became less favorable, which it Makes always sense. fucking does. Makes you know? sense. Gotta stay relevant, my man. Yeah. Um, and he also didn't have a lot of money because he overspent in his youth, and he lived extravagantly, um, so he was very poor at the time of his death. Several accounts at the time describe him as ill and in- and decrepit and unable to stand upright without the help of crutches. And that was that was in like the early uh that was like 1500s, early mm. 1500s. So yeah. and he had another 10 years to go. Lovely. So yeah. So by May uh he died in May 1510. Which sucks. That does suck. It's like the hot is starting to creep in. What? Like, that's when summer is starting. That's what I meant. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a bad way to say it. I don't know. 
I thought you were. I thought you were like um into like the elderly. <laughs> what? No. I'm into seventy-year-old decrepit. Ew! No. Renaissance men. No, 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 no. Uh, my line is drawn at like the age of forty. Like I'm not going. <laughs> not I think forty's pretty hot. Be honest with you. Oh, it is. Absolutely. I'm like thirty-five. Can't relate. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not there yet. <laughs> You're standing on a mountain to me, sir. You are 35, <laughs> and I am 27, and I'm just—it's way up there. Mm. I can't cross the across the 30 30 line for me is like. Whoa. I, I mean, ideally, yeah, same, but ideally, but I, yeah. <laughs> you never know. It's a pandemic, you know. Yeah, it's a pandemic. So after his death, Botticelli's work was largely ignored because it was not considered part of the High Renaissance, and it also aligned more closely with the looks of medieval works. So people were like, we're past that, and like, fuck that. Um, another theory as to why his work was passed over for so long was probably because of how close he was to the Medici family and how they fell from power. Oh, yeah, he so, needed fresh memes. Exactly. He did. And when the other family took over, they also were like, fuck anybody who ever was in contact with the Medici's and also fuck you for painting for them. Yeah. So they kind of got rid of a lot of his works. Makes um, sense. Because he also painted stuff that celebrated their glory and all of that. And right. They were yeah. like, yeah, fuck that. Um, so good thing though, in the 19th century, some people decided to bring that man back around and now his works are some of the most iconic from the era of the 15th century. Oh, look at that. Teamwork. Botticelli. We done. Wonderful. With that section. Wunderbar. <laughs> uh, so the guy I wanted to talk about today, bisexual. Ooh. That's not the main reason I want to talk about him, but that is a fact about him. He we fucked him. women. He fucked men. He had orgies. He looks a little scary. He does look very scary. <laughs> but there's a reason for that, because he was kind of a little bit clinical. Uh... The homie today, British occultist Alistair Crowley, originally named Edward Alexander Crowley, according to Encyclopedia Britannica Online, uh, was born, excuse me, October 12th, <laughs> 1875 in Royal Leamington Spa, England, died December 1st, 1947 in Hastings, Hastings? Don't know. Anyway... He was a writer, he was an occultist, he was a mountaineer, he was a practitioner of magic spelled with a K, called himself the Beast 666, and he also painted. The guy just did a lot, you know? He was a cult figure after he died. He had a few followers when he was alive. He was living it the fuck up because this man's dad was the heir to a brewing fortune, okay? Mm -hmm. Lots of money in brewing, as you may well know. Put me on the altar, daddy. <laughs> Wax uh, me up. Yeah. Sacrifice my ass. Sacrifice this. No. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so his dad was an evangelist. And then... Crowley was like, no, get fucked. He went to college. He went to the University of Cambridge. Mm. He started using the name Alistair. And apparently he was hanging around playing chess and kicking butt. 
I assume he's good at chess. Yeah. I mean, he's getting a strategy mind for that. Yeah. Definitely. Like, you gotta be a little bit smarter than the average bear to play chess, I think. One would hope. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, it's pointless. I can't play chess. I get confused. There's too many rules. I'm playing checkers if we're playing a board game like that. I just knock all the pieces over. (laughs) That's how you win. Or I steal one because they feel good in my hands. In 1898, he left the university without taking a degree, but his um, inheritance that he had left him free to travel and arrange for the publication of his writings. He was like, self-published, bitch, okay? Like, Mm. (laughs) before Amazon, (laughs) you had to pay somebody else to publicate. Publicate? Publish. I can't talk. Uh, He also put out his first book of poetry that year, and then... A number of other books. Then this man decided, I'm gonna go climb. So, Mm. he went to K2 and Kenshinjunga. K2, he went 1902, apparently. K2? What is that? K2 is, I believe, the second highest mountain. Oh. In In the wild. So this this guy is just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to go. Basically, he's just like, let's fucking go. I'm going to do this shit. They got up to an elevation of 18,600 feet, which I don't know how high the top is because I don't really care. But he got up pretty high. Hmm. The Kenshinjunga expedition was apparently for the third highest mountain. Um, That was three years later. Four of his fellow climbers were killed in an avalanche. Rest in piss. Oh my god. (laughs) The thing about this is, Mm -hmm. this man told them, he's like, no, 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 don't go that way. And then they get in trouble. And he ignores them (laughs) when they're crying for help. Because he was like, fuck you, I told you not to go that way. Alistair. Alistair Crowley. Alistair, you can't be doing shit like that. Big time dighead. That's where Crowley from Supernatural gets a lot of his character building from. I mean, I relate. He Uh, did tell them. He did. He was like, fuck you guys. Going on without you. Yeah, you can't be taking detours on Alistair's time. No. Especially when that time means that you'll be dead. (laughs) So. Uh, Rip. Right. Rip and rip. Um, but, but. this says he was interested in occultism like other religious skeptics of the 19th century and in 1898 before these little mountain trips he joined the hermetic order of the golden dawn we what we what hermetic order of the golden dawn an that sounds fucking dope right yeah apparently derived from the rosicrucians <laughs> uh, one of his rivals in the London Golden Dawn group was the poet William Butler Yeats. So this is his hot tea a little bit. Had some beef with W.B. Yeats. Oh, also a poet. That's crazy. So this is going to be an anime-related tangent. Yes, do it. Okay. So I've been like watching an anime called Black Clover. Mm-hmm. And in the anime, there is a group of elite magic knights. 
called the Golden Dawn. Oh. And they're headed up by a guy named William. Oh, shit. So, yeah. That's kind of funny. That art imitates life, man. I mean... What can I fucking say, but you're welcome. (laughs) Alistair's story is just getting out there. It's inspiring people. It's inspiring me right now. I honestly, I had no idea that this man existed until last night. He's touched so much. (laughs) No, like literally he's touched a lot. He really has. Touched a mountain. He did. He fucking, he went to Egypt Mm -hmm. in 1904, uh, apparently reported mystical experiences and wrote the Book of the Law, which was a prose poem. And he claimed that it had been dictated to him by this being called Iwas. I don't like that. I know. That was like his version of like fucking Did this guy actually paint anything or he did. He's he just did. A crazy we're getting man. there. We're getting there. No, he's like a cuckoo bananas. I love him. <laughs> he's this ugly ass motherfucker. Once I divorce Stephen, I'll find a man like this for my next husband. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, his paintings, he has a series called the Nightmare Paintings, and they're honestly horrifying to look at. I don't like that. They're so ugly. And also, yeah, he sucks at painting. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Like, he he does, like, the, the third grader nose, <laughs> is what I like to call that nose. It's actually, like, uh, yeah, it looks I like kind of love it. chicken's foot a little bit. I think he actually did this one that looks a little bit less bad, but... Still weird. It's so, that's he's uh, moved up from third grader to like sixth grader. Yeah, in that one kind of. <laughs> so his paintings are like surrealist, which I hate surrealism personally. But what can you do? I wouldn't say surrealist, like because surrealists like know how to paint. They just warp reality. <laughs> he just didn't know how to paint. <laughs> that's why. I ha- that's my problem with abstractism. Actually, <laughs> I fucking hate abstractism because it's literally just people pretending they don't know how to paint. We're not pretending. And a lot of people who paint abstractism know how to fucking paint, and that's the part that gets because I'm just like, you could actually fucking paint. Oh uh, yeah, like uh, when we were talking about Kandinsky last week. Yeah, one of my he did know how favorite to favorite artists. <laughs> favorite fun times that i had uh, i'm sorry i keep scratching my nose but like i ran out of allergy medicine and that's why i keep scratching my nose there is something going on with with the air because i've i've definitely i think i got like either a mite bite or like a flea bite on me oh, recently like just now you might have gotten a flea bite sylvia's please oh like we just nice. gave her stuff but it, she might need more i don't know Nutella had fleas not too long. It's flea season. It is. I need to vacuum again. My mom vacuumed for me the other day, but I need to vacuum again. Yeah, I definitely got one on me. I'm sorry. It's all good. I mean, Nutella has fleas too, so I've been getting them for past week we and a half. Fleas. She's pretty much done with her fleas now, though. Oh, good. that's good. Thankfully. Yeah. She just has the little. She keeps scratching at her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Sylvia, I actually had to go and get some pill pockets the other night because. She- I noticed a worm on her ass, so I had to give her some worm medicine. Are you serious? Uh-huh. That sucks. Yeah. It's probably from all the other cats. It's No, it's from eating fleas. Oh. It was one of those worms. Ew. That's gross. Yeah. Ew. That's Ew. my life, bro. <laughs> yeah. Gross life. Anyway, uh, going back to Mr. Crowley over here. 
Um, so this uh, book of the law, he came up apparently with his most famous teaching, which was "Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law," which means nothing to me. Uh, <laughs> which is basically means like eat like, ass if you want to eat I'm, ass. Yeah, basically. Thank you, Crowley. <laughs> I will do that. My lord and master. Mr. Crowley has told me that I must eat ass. <laughs> so I will eat ass. Because do what thou will. So, uh, yeah. So he took this and he made this the basis of his new religion, which he called Thelema. And that has an <laughs> unnecessary tilde on it. <laughs> Apparently, it's Does the Greek word for will. Any other languages? Thelema? I don't know. He has no right changing words. If he doesn't speak other languages, I don't want to hear it. He may have. I feel like he knew some Latin. Doesn't count. But, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I read really far into this because I'm reading straight from the website. I'm just making it more interesting and palatable. Cut this. (laughs) This is my process. Uh, Book of the Law was accepted as scripture by the Ordo Templi Orientis, a mystical group of German origin. And then in 1907, approximately, Crowley founded his own order. uh, A with three dots, A with three dots, like in a triangular shape, um, which apparently uses initials that stood for the Latin words for silver star. Like, this man is just like a fucking weeb. He's doing the most. <laughs> He's doing what every single fucking, you know, black nailed, like, witch haired, like, silver haired girl on Instagram is, has always wanted to do. Basically. But he did in the 1900s when people were had no technology and they were legitimately afraid. Yes. He used fear as power. He definitely did. Uh, t- a couple years later, he disseminated his teachings in a periodical, which basically just means magazine, in case you guys don't know. Uh, it called the Equinox. His assistant in the early years of this endeavor was J.F.C. Fuller, who was later a well-known military strategist and historian. So basically, also another fearmongerer. Oh, this is... Um... Oh, so K2, world's second highest peak, 28,251 feet. Wow, 28,000 feet? Yeah. Wow, and he got 18,000? Yes. Yeah. So he missed the last 10,000 feet, basically. What a bummer. What a fucking bitch. Okay, so Iwas, uh, he believed to be his holy guardian angel. And he thought that he was the prophet of a new age. And that's when he started his religion. What a guy. Alistar. <laughs> Get down yeah. off that mountain. He's so... What a goon, really. Stop talking to your imaginary friend. <laughs> Get a real job. His job was to be a jackass. Um, with his black magic and occult bullshit. He had... Okay, here we go. Several collections of poetry, which included Jezebel and other tragic poems. Tales of Archaeus and Jephthah. Jephthah? I don't know. Um, he went, when he was traveling, he went to places like India, Mexico, and Paris, studying various religious customs. 
like Raja Yoga and Dhyana, which is meditation, apparently. And he left the Order of the Golden Dawn. We already talked about that. Just kidding. The Abbey of Thelema uh, created that with a Swiss-American lady named Leah Hersig in 1920. I'm thinking it must have been on Wikipedia. Oh, no, here we go. Uh, personal life. Here's some hot tea. He married his friend's sister, Rose Edith Kelly, in 1903, and they had two daughters, but they later separated because of Rose's alcoholism. Well, I would... <laughs> Bet she would have needed it. Uh, yeah, to deal with his ass. For a second, though, I thought you were going to say that he married his own sister, and that um, would have been like Pukeville. But like, I'm cl- glad close that, enough. Uh, I'm glad that it was his just his friend's yeah, sister. His friend's sister. That's more normal. Yeah. Uh, he married Mary Teresa Sanchez in 1929. They separated within a year, but apparently never got divorced. And. He led an unrestrained life characterized by vigorous sexual activity with both men and women, and he had a history of recreational drug use. Alistair Man. He was living it up. He literally made his own aesthetic. He, he did. He I'm just going to say yeah. now, from now on, whenever I see like a cult shit, I'm going to be like, that's like, that's some <laughs> Alistair Crowley aesthetic. He looks like he has his ears pierced in this one picture. I bet he's got a lot of things pierced, Jocelyn. Probably. He was apparently a misogynist who physically and sexually abused women. Like, are we surprised? I mean, come on. Look at those dead creepy eyes. Yeah. Like, why are they like that? He uh, also had a number of children born through numerous sexual liaisons with different women and then died of a respiratory infection in 1947. Linked to an STD. Possibly. (laughs) No. The creepy thing is the doctor that treated him died within 24 hours of his death. And apparently people think that it was because Crowley cursed him. Why? Who the fuck knows? Because he was mad about dying. Crowley's like, like, fuck you. If I'm going to die, you're going to die. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. But uh, he was also rumored to be a lifelong agent for British intelligence, which I think, I don't know. If you're getting into occult shit, I feel like you're gonna make your own money that way. What value is a man like Aleister Crowley really adding to the British <laughs> intelligence? That's what I want to know. That's, yeah, exactly. He's an eccentric, like maybe he ran into some shady people. I wouldn't doubt it. Right. But like, what is he really gonna add to it because like every one of his expeditions are like publicly recorded you know all of the crazy shit that he did he wanted people to know that he did it exactly so it's not like he's like an undercover operative like gaining intel or backroom conversations with like people that don't want to be known anybody who hangs out with him is gonna be known yeah so no i would say that's incorrect That's just speculation, <laughs> but I would say it's incorrect. Do we think he added anything to our lives? Probably not. It was just interesting to talk about a this guy who made some really shitty paintings. Men have made a lot of bad art. But like Aleister Crowley aesthetic, though. Yeah. <laughs> just skulls and crossbones. Yeah. Like it. Basically. <laughs> I like it, man. Yeah. Hate the women 
you know false right. first of all okay you can't be a bisexual king and then be like yeah a misogynist right he was not a king by any stretch of the imagination in my eyes yeah i was all ready to be like yas bisexual yeah like but no yeah. i can't i can't celebrate a man like that i know you can't disparage your gender at all that's right you can't yeah. it's not cool it's not nobody's above anybody else yeah. both genders have their strengths and their weaknesses women live a lot longer men sorry you're gonna die yeah. it's just how it goes yeah you know also you might die sooner than that should yeah. you encounter either me or jocelyn <laughs> <laughs> but that's just because we're cursing you with our negative energy Ooh. just like alistair crowley yeah bitch also the all genders audacity. are valid you know anyway i'm i'm glad that we had this talk today i had a good time i did as well jocelyn that's good it's always an excellent time <laughs> oh my gosh stop <laughs> oh. so this is another another episode all all wrapped mm. up all wrapped up i don't think we have to edit too much out i think we have to edit a few i think i counted <laughs> at least three parts yeah only three <laughs> What do you normally edit out? Because I don't really think it's that much most of the time. It depends. Okay. It really depends. We have a short interlude at the beginning for the door. Yeah. We've got at least two stops. Uh, af- uh, one during my story. Two during your story. So it's four in total. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well. Have a good time. <laughs> we just have fun. We're just here to have a good time. We're here to have fun. Honestly... Jocelyn, I think there might be a total of six people who listen to this podcast. They've just gone up. We got a new follower this week. She even commented on one of our posts. Is it a person we know? I know. Oh, you don't know her? It's a stranger. We've got a stranger? We have several strangers, yeah. Oh, hello, guys. (laughs) And gals. Well, hello, fellow humans. Hello? <laughs> yeah, people. What up? Anyway, um, let's let's see here. Let's give them a shout out. Oh, we're going to have to shout out everybody that follows it. We're up to 20 followers because I made Nick follow us. <laughs> Make it an even number always. Yeah. I was like, oh, we have 19 followers. Nick, Nick, you need to follow the pod. I really like <laughs> even numbers. I do too. I'm like, <laughs> even number me I up, just baby. <laughs> oh. need it. Mm. Daddy. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, Mariana Gatag. Just click on her, click on her profile. That's that's who our new follower this week. Let me see. Uh, she appears to be Spanish, maybe. Yeah, I don't know her. Yeah, I don't know her either. That's what I'm saying. We got some strangers following the pod. Mariana G. Welcome. <laughs> You speak Spanish, so bienvenidos. Oh, I I don't good speak pronunciation sp- on that one. I know a little bit of Spanish, but I'm not gonna go like yeah farther into it. Right. But like I know a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, what's up, Mariana? What's up, girl? Uh, Mere Mortals Media also started following us recently. Hello to them. Also a sponsor. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Kara from college. Hello. Zoe Isabella, hi, from two weeks ago. Hello. <laughs> uh, let's see, who else? Victoria follows. Oh, What's yeah. up, turd? What up, turd? Nee, my friend from high school. Joel, my friend from high school. 
Lauren, obviously. Um, Sav, hello. Caitlin from high or college. <laughs> Sorry, Kate. <laughs> Hope, my fr- my brother's friend from high school. Hi. Zoe, is Zoe following us? Anyway, I know she listens, so what's up, Zoe? Yes, Zoe Isabella. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's my friend Zoe. Yeah. Steven, hi. Steven! Alyssa, That's hi. my boyfriend. Yes, bitch. Oh, that shit's official, y'all. Yeah. Yep. Wasn't going to make a big deal out of it. Who am <laughs> I kidding? <laughs> We're gonna make a big deal out of it later. It's a big, it's a big fucking deal. Okay, it's such a big deal. Oh, and you know, you, okay. So, I told you like a while ago. I'm not sure if I mentioned it on here yet, but like my big yeah. dream was that I would get flowers. Oh yeah. I told him this early on. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was super extra about it. I was like, if somebody's gonna be anybody's girlfriend around here, um, I better be getting flowers, and I better be like right. asked officially, like yes. if I'm yes, gonna yes. be somebody's girlfriend. Um. We were, so he's been mentioning it. Like, he's been bringing it up um, yeah. in conversation. And, like, I let it slip, like, a couple times. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, I've been using, like, the guy I'm dating, like, most of the time, like, when I talk about him mm-hmm. to other people, I don't really make it, like, he's my yeah. boyfriend. Right. But um, it's pretty obvious that it's, like, been going in that direction the past right. couple months. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. Today marks our two months that we've known each other. Oh, my God, bitch. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Um, he's awesome. He but is. for now, we'll see if it yeah. lasts. It better fucking last. Um, I like him as a person so far. Yeah. He's so. he's he's a good guy. He's on my good list. He's not on my shit list. Uh, also, not that weirdo, though. Hello from seven weeks ago. Thank you for following us seven weeks ago. Oh. Um, that's everybody, I think, that we don't know or we do know and... That's, okay. that's who I can see. Oh, just kidding. Uh, Eric Gucker. Sorry if I just murdered your name six days ago. Follow us. Hmm. So yeah, we got we got twenty followers. Three of them are me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> because we have my personal, my artist, and my <laughs> Etsy Instagram. <laughs> I don't care. If it's a real follow or not, I just like even numbers. Girl. I'm sorry. You can't be doing shit like that. I can. You can't be inflating numbers I like can. that. I can. Because I, I could have the, my art Instagram follow the pod, but I do not. You should. I mean. Of course, then we'd be at an uneven number. Well, so. then we'd be at 21. Yeah. 21. 21. I'd rather save the uneven numbers for real followers. That no, way we know yeah, we're yeah, getting yeah. our yaper up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true true that but um oh i wasn't so so oh yeah i asked for um flowers and all that boyfriend zoned yeah and i literally just asked him when we were in bed and i was like hey am i your, are you my boyfriend and he was like yeah and i was like oh okay he was like was that bothering you and i was like yeah kind of i was like what the fuck yeah it's been bothering me for a month steven um, yeah i was like <laughs> um what do you fucking think like we were sitting there, we were just coddling and, like, hanging out, and uh, I was like, hey. So, it was the most, like, anticlimactic, like, <laughs> thing, but it was, like, kind of funny. But, like, part of me, I'm just like, I'm like, why is it so hard for people to just ask each other out, you know? I don't know. Uh, I still want my fucking flowers, Steven, if you're listening. 
Steven. Get my flowers by now. By the time this episode is out. <laughs> by the time this episode comes out. Remember, no sunflowers. <laughs> Everybody who follows the pod, spam him and tell him to buy me flowers. I do not care how extra and over the top this sounds. His Instagram is on private, so good luck. Private, <laughs> private DM his ass all up. I don't care. Tag me in it. I'll repost it on my story. I'll be like, look, Steven, look at all these people who want me to have flowers <laughs> from you. Who oh. want you to treat your beautiful girlfriend all titled up and everything. Oh, bit. How is this? Why is this so hard? I had one fucking dream, Jocelyn. One dream. And I he literally asked for crushed it. Crushed it into tiny little pieces. He doesn't know me that well yet, but he's going to find <laughs> out that I'm very over the top and extra. How does he not know that yet? You How would... do you hide that from him? <laughs> so I'm actually like, okay, it's a weird, weird mix. Weird mix. I'm laid back, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm, yeah. So it's like, I kind of freak people out. Like, people don't know what I, what my expectations are. Listen, if I spelled out my expectations, those are literally my expectations. That's, that's a very particular set of expectations. It's. I told you literally right. what I wanted, yes. and if I didn't get it, then I am upset. It's like if you go through someone's Amazon wish list and you're like, "Oh no, I'm not gonna get that one. I'm gonna get the cheaper version." Like, no. or just not buy or anything not on the list, yeah, you know. <laughs> or totally ignore, <laughs> the, ignore list the list and wait until <laughs> that person buys you a present instead. <laughs> that's ac- yeah. That's more accurate. That's actually what happened. <laughs> Because I was the one who technically asked oh, in that situation. Straight man. Straight you fucking white man. <laughs> Love you, Bo Burnham. <laughs> I listen Bo to that. Fischel. But anyways, so that was my, that's my story for the week because that happened. But it's, it's a great thing. He's a great guy. He is. Um, amazing man. And I'm happy I met him. And, you know, pandemic be damned. I don't care. Uh, right. Yeah. I'm happy I come out of 2020 with at least something a little bit nice in my life for now. Yes, bitch. It could that. all come crashing down on me. And I'm not... Um, I mean, fingers crossed. I'm not hoodwinked into a position of, like, security. <laughs> Can't get me. <laughs> Too old. I know it's not secure. <laughs> Nothing ever is. Mm. Not even my mental health, baby. Oh, I was just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. My nose is so itchy. I got bit by a flea. Oh my god. We're just two itchy bitches. We've been falling apart. Itchy bitchy. Let's be. be uh, I'm an itchy bitch. Itchy bitchy. That's the one thing you don't want to be. It's an itchy bitchy. <laughs> well, I'm usually bitchy, so. Yeah, I'm full stop. Just a bitch. <laughs> just. <sighs> I mean, sometimes it depends on what mood you catch me in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm really fucking nice. Jocelyn, I would venture to say that you are sometimes too nice. Oh, yeah. You're in the, like, a problem. nice to a fault zone. God, I am a fault zone. Sometimes when we work together, I remember us I'm pulling, you would do, like, a super nice thing for a customer. And I'd be like, oh, wow, great customer service, but yeah. also, like, she's going to get in trouble for that. Mm. And you would literally get in trouble for overhelping a customer, for allowing yeah. a customer to to have too much privilege yeah because you I still were do. so nice i still do yeah and then sean be like mm, that's not good business and it's like i'd be like well she's literally the customer servicing out the yeah. ass for this person right but you can't trust people so no you cannot you know 
So right. I'd be watching you do this great deed, and I'd be like, that shit gonna come back in her face. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll watch it, though. <laughs> she was fucking right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it came back in your face a couple times, but it most did. of the time it just resulted in, in good customer service. Yeah. I just... <laughs> I just want people to like me. I just want to be appreciated. I do. I really do. I just want people to tell me I'm pretty and... <laughs> Jocelyn, you're pretty. Thank you. Your designs are good. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Your designs are good on a good day. Thank you. Um, that's that's true. <laughs> on a good day. Uh, when lightning strikes of inspiration. It does not strike at the same place twice. It strikes uh, very inconsistently, but it does happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and when it do happen... Magic. It do be happening occasionally. Piece of magic. All right, let's wrap this up. Anyway, a kiss of magic to you, uh-huh. an occult a, a kiss to Alistair Crowley. Yes. Aesthetics and vibes, my man's. Yes. Uh, a rip, like kiss to Botticelli. <laughs> you decrepit old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for birth of Venus, I guess. <laughs> I've seen it on every fucking poster, so thank you for that. Truly. Truly so many posters. Ugh. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you've gotten this far and not already turned it off. Bye. Bye. Bye.